everybody, and welcome to the series, Mind Hacks to Actually Reach Your Goals. This series was designed to be about eight to ten minutes a day over the period of a period of time, a few weeks, to literally go through what are the practical steps that we need to take to take our lives from where we are to where we gotta be. Thanks for joining us and uh let's get started. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Um we're to episode two. Try to uh, mind hacks to achieve your goals. You know, in the last episode, we spoke about the failure of resolutions and how they don't work, inherently don't work. I want to talk a little bit about why that is, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, we're going to go into the research by a man named Roy Baumaster. Roy Baumaster was a researcher, a professor in Florida State University, and Roy Baumaster had an idea that he worked on, and this idea really is the beginning, if you will, of what we're going to build off of. So Roy Baumaster took a bunch of college students, and I want you to picture this. And he he put them in – he wanted to give them a test. And the test he was going to give them was a really difficult test that was going to test them mentally. And it was probably like super hard problems and brain teasers and you know spacing stuff and put this here. You know that stuff, like IQ-ish type tests. And it was in a computer room in his lab. And he didn't think they would pass, right? These were incredibly difficult – Maybe problems that you couldn't solve. But he's only trying to see how long they'd last. And so Baumaster takes a group of students and he puts them in um, a waiting room. He splits them in half. And for half of his students that he puts in a waiting room, he puts in that waiting room a fresh a, a tray of fresh cookies. So college students probably eat everything in their in their way. Walk into a waiting room, take this test. They don't know what's up sitting in the room and in the room, it's like, right. They're just smelling like fresh chocolate chip cookies. And they're like, I'll have 40, right. As they get close to the tray, there's a sign. Don't touch the cookies. They're like, you gotta be kidding me. And he keeps them in there for, you know, a whole bunch of time. And basically they're sitting there with the smell of cookies in their nostrils, not able to take any. Until finally he opens the door and they walk into the test and they take the test. And they last five, eight minutes. I think, I think the number was eight minutes. Then he takes another group of students and brings them into the waiting room. But this time he doesn't put in the waiting room chocolate chip cookies. He puts into the waiting room a tray of freshly cut radishes. And he puts a sign, don't touch the radishes. In which the students look at the sign and go, no problem. And they sit there. Like trying to, I guess, distance themselves from the radishes. Waiting, spacing out. I think this is pre-scrolling on the phones. Opens the door, take the test, and they last, I think, almost double, if not more than double the time. Somewhere in the range of probably close to 20 minutes. And he starts to create this theory that is the theory that I want to base a lot of what we're talking about on. And theory is called ego depletion. Ego from the sense of self, not uh arrogance, like the Freudian sense of ego. And here's his theory. Each of us have a certain amount of discipline. Think of discipline as a muscle, right? If I asked you to do push-ups, some of you may not, not, may not be able to do any. Let's assume you could do 10 or 20. So the first two or three, you're fine. Easy. Well, if you could do 10 and you hit 12, it's harder. If you hit 30, your muscle is totally gone and you can't lift your hands. Now, there's nothing wrong with your muscles. 
right? You just don't have an infinite amount of strength to do push-ups. Discipline, although a muscle that you can't see because it's in your brain, is the same thing. Meaning, you don't have an infinite amount of discipline. It's a muscle. It only works when you have enough strength in the muscle. So for the students that sat and used self-discipline to not eat cookies in an empty waiting room because of some sign, they were using their discipline muscle. And so as a result, when they got to the test and they had to use the discipline muscle to sit and to focus and to try to figure things out, their minds were exhausted. And so they lasted only a certain amount of time. Whereas the other students that use zero discipline to not eat radishes came in and they had their whole mental discipline muscle to use for the test lasting much longer. Because when you think about it, discipline is a muscle, right? Think about your life. You ever, have you ever tried to diet before, right? In the morning, you're amazing, right? You make yourself a healthy breakfast and you get the whole thing and you're ready to go and you're not eating anything in the cabinet and you're, you're like planning your day and it's easy and it's awesome. You ever try to be a better person to your family? So assuming you get up without being too groggy, but like you wake up in the morning and it's, hi, how are you? Have a great day. I love you. Have fun in school. See you later, honey. I'll call you later. Everyone's, everyone's in a good mood in the morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Like look at the morning. Unless you're like, unless you're a grump, like everyone else is doing okay. That same person, bring them home at night and they're a little hungry and they open that cabinet and they see a box of cookies. Cookies are gone. Why? The morning you were fine. The answer is you had a lot of discipline in the morning. You had a muscle that was fully fresh. You just woke up in the morning. You get to work and it's annoying and this happens and you use discipline and then you have traffic and this happens. You use discipline and you get email you don't want and discipline and you get a phone call and you're constantly using discipline. You get to the end of the day, you get no discipline left. That big, that box of cookies with a little bit of hunger, you get nothing. Right, you get to the end of the day, that same kid who you're like, hi, honey, I love you. Have a great day. I'm so proud of you. And now you're like, get to bed now. Well, why? Because your discipline is gone muscle you can't use it all day you know why resolutions don't work because it's just articulating a goal and the only way you can get to that goal is by doing a whole bunch of different things which your brain doesn't know how to do because if it did it would have done it already so if you want to be a better spouse well if you're not a good, if you're not the spouse you want to be, it's because there's a whole bunch of things going on in your mind and habits that you formed, which we'll get into, and things that are happening in your brain that that cause you to act and react and say things and not say things. You're more selfish. You you care about this. You're more particular. Whatever it is, you have a million things that cause you to feel like you're not a good enough spouse. The only way a resolution tells you to change that is just change it. I don't know. Be a better spouse. That requires you to like use discipline all day. But you don't have enough discipline to change your life, to get to the goal. Your discipline is limited. And so for the first few days of a resolution, you're good because you're not really working off discipline. You're working off emotion. You're so excited about this new resolution that like there's an emotional excitement because you saw the future. And so you pass on dessert and you you know, you know, read Goodnight Moon 30 times to the kid and you say, sure, and you call your mom. You do all the right things. And then all it takes – Right, all it takes is like one emotional curveball, like just one like thing that happens in the office, and then you're thrown again. 
Now that emotion of the vision of who you're going to be goes away. And now you're left with just your discipline, but you're exhausted. You see, if you want to get somewhere and you're not there already, there's a reason why you're not there already. And the, there's two ways to get there. One is to shut down who you are and add all this new stuff. Shut down how you eat and add a whole new regimen. Shut down how you act and add a whole new regimen. You can shut down who you are and add a whole new host of things that that person that you want to be does. But if you do that, it's as if like you need like a whole world of discipline that we just don't have. And that's why resolutions fail. Because when you say, I want to get somewhere, it requires you to be somebody different. But you don't have enough gas in the tank to be somebody different. So that's why we take a step and we're doing fine. And then we go right back. And then the new year comes again and we take a step and go right back. Take a step and go right back. Because we're not built with enough discipline. There's something wrong with us. We're just not built. You can, you can extend it a little bit. But we're not built with enough mental discipline to change our whole behaviors to get to a place that we're not heading to right now. So what do we do? We'll talk about it on the next time. See you then. Thank you everybody for joining us in the series. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it helped. I hope it really made a difference in your life. And for those that tagged us on social media and shared it, for those that left the podcast review, for those that shared it with your friends, um, we'll share it on your status. We appreciate it. It means a lot to us that you felt comfortable enough to share this with others of people that you care about. If you missed a day, make sure to check out the show notes for the link to the entire series. You can join us um, on the Unlocking Greatness Insider community by going to charlieharari.com backslash insiders. And we look forward to hearing your feedback um, on Instagram and on Twitter and YouTube and WhatsApp and everything else. But really, really appreciate your time and attention and look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks again.